0: run into the ground we're back fuck that this week (laughs) i have dear friend uh photographer genius behind the no invite series um renowned scene photographer and food blogger dan bassini here with me today what's up dan That was the loosest... That that felt great, I gotta be honest.
1: You you whiffed it so hard. I just forgot. (laughs) You were so hyped that I... I wanted you to do the intro for oh this episode. God. I was so And you so told me excited. how long you've been waiting to do yes. it.
0: Until I almost want to redo it. I think I forgot that I was going to do it in that 90 seconds. You definitely seconds. did. I,
1: I saw your face, and you were staring into like off into oh, space.
0: Do you know why? It's because I'm sitting here staring at my wave four again. <laughs> I'm so high. I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh, I knew it. Um, I could just so tell. What's Whenever up, I'm big speaking, guy? you
1: just what's drift up? away.
0: What's up, Papa Bear? How you oh been? Oh my
1: god, there's so much shit that's been going on, man.
0: Yeah, what's wrong? Tell me about Nothing's it. Nothing's wrong. I heard I heard uh I heard you were coming at the uh at the opera the other day. Was that you?
1: <laughs> that was me. Uh was it Tchaikovsky's 5th or whatever? Mm,
0: it's Apparently not. Apparently that opera, part is in it? the
1: music actually the like the note is orgasmic. So, it's uh, they were just I, you know, they were just doing audience that, participation. I
0: heard that, and I thought liberal media is at it again. <laughs> this
1: is the future they want. uh there's so much stuff that's been going on, though. Okay, um, hit me,
0: hit me with the top five.
1: Well, I was on, I was on a bad podcast. Oh. Ooh, and I don't, I don't I mean, want to get I watched this
0: You watched part of it I
1: watched 90
0: seconds The most I could physically stand of it
1: Yeah, and I don't want to go too much into the details Because I, you know, it was I was asked to be on Yeah, uh, and he
0: seemed like a charming guy
1: Yeah, For yeah. his
0: audience But His audience is not me Sorry, uh, Yeah, I
1: mean, it was a very photography-centric podcast What was
0: it? Was it called photography?
1: I, I don't uh, want to talk too much about
0: it, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But uh, it was called like Photography Now, Photography Chat. It's called Photography, Photography Now
1: with an exclamation point. Uh, <laughs> and, but yeah, I don't know. It I I feel bad cuz I don't want to like I don't know, shit talk uh, a fellow podcaster. But it was it was a it it reminded me that like podcasting isn't necessarily as easy as people think it is. Huh. um or at least it's not as Natural. I don't know. I it was interesting because I felt like I was interviewing myself.
0: Ooh, you love that. Sounds like actually you're. <laughs>
1: I mean, I wasn't is out of what, my element. Is, Let's is say that. that
0: what uh, is that? What first dates are like with you? Do you just me talking yourself? a yeah. lot.
1: I mean, if if the person isn't giving me, I gotta fill the dead air. It's just like being on this podcast. How
0: how soon into a date, a first date? Do you think you can call
1: it? Like what, call it off?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how how far do you think I mean not that you would. You know, usually, of course of course you would stay the whole time. But I'm usually saying complete like mentally.
1: Evening. Oh, uh you could probably figure Ten it minutes? out by the first drink, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, what's your what do you do? You do Negroni, right? You're a big boy?
1: I I I usually go for a Negroni unless there's something at like a cocktail bar that like is something I can't get anywhere else, you know. Huh. Uh, but generally, I I try to stick with a gin based drink. Interesting. I, I love a gin a gin drink. Who doesn't? Uh, a lot of people I like actually. a whiskey drink.
0: <laughs> I like a lager drink. I like a cider drink. <laughs>
1: um, but it it was. Here's the frustrating thing. Oh, hit me. It was over Instagram Live. Uh huh. Your date, which then alerts oh, the podcast. I'm the podcast was not, not the date. Yeah, we had the, we had the first date over Instagram Live. Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't been on a date in a, in a while, I haven't had time to go on a date.
0: Wait, um, can you imagine? Can we somehow? Oh my god, I have a dream. Can I tell you what my dream is right now? Sure, and then we'll get into your Instagram date. Yes, if it, why can we do? Like a thousand episode special, Thousand where, yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think like, what's what's a decade of of, of doing something dumb? <laughs> okay. um, well, let's say you know next year, we mm-hmm. have we have enough we have enough followers that we think, hey, we're
1: getting there, baby.
0: It's time, it's time to do a little game show. <laughs> yeah. And what if we started doing? instagram live blind dates so this is like a thing specifically for me no no, no no i don't No, i don't want i don't want to be the weird third wheel i want us to be the third and fourth wheel oh, okay, on somebody yeah. and else's we'll set first our date. listeners
1: up is what you're saying yeah <laughs> are there <laughs> lonely hearts concept. out there
0: i'm st- i'm talking to you i think but- we can make this a reality
1: yeah, yeah. Well, we could set up a like an overnight drive style friend zone on Facebook, you know, and have a a, a thriving community of weirdos.
0: Do we know any single? I don't have any single friends. that aren't you? Everybody else is successful.
1: Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> no one, no one has anyone to set me up with. It's it's very frustrating. Um, but yeah. So being on a podcast where I'm asking myself questions, uh-huh. not. Not, not an easy thing to do. Yeah, but, um, doesn't I feel it like, doesn't feel better
0: was, to just drive the ship, steer the ship? I kind of did. And that's something I used do, to like,
1: when I am on a date sometimes. Like, you got to steer the conversation. On a podcast, you got to steer the conversation. In a conversation, you got to steer the conversation. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I'm used to at this point. And I, I find myself to be, you know, I was on Shane and... um. Max, uh, you know, Cowboy Boys pod. Uh-huh. And they complimented me on being able to carry an episode. A tune. You know, just, tune. they they got to take a back seat for a second and I had interesting <laughs> things to say and and you know, was able to kind of bounce from one thing to another seamlessly and it it is it is a skill that is honed over time. I'm not going to be fucking, you know, coy about that. Like it's
0: are you patting yourself on the back for being no, like a normal
1: conversational human being? You would be shocked at how few people are conversational it, I it don't, is it's like I an,
0: live I live on this earth. I don't think that's true. I, I think listen, you find people I, I think i think I think you find people more mundane than I do
1: I mean I it's sometimes, but uh, you're also a people person though like you will talk to strangers, and I'm also the same way. Which has led to very interesting situations in my life, such as sure. a stranger giving me a BMW, you know, <laughs> like it's the law of averages. You talk to enough people and one will eventually give you a free BMW, you know, mm. uh, your, you,
0: your, your jackpot just happened early. Yeah.
1: yeah I just happened to catch mm. that one in my, in my like mid twenties, you know, God, but who the
0: fuck would give you a BMW in your
1: twenties. Uh, it's very funny. Uh, the time in my life where I owned two BMWs at the same time
0: that is a thing I knew about you
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah um but what did your dad think? I mean my dad hated working on them because right. like when I bought my first one, it needed a ton of work and my dad my dad's a master tech like he right he trained people to be dealership technicians not for german cars but for like chrysler and dodge and but stuff.
0: he like got to know german cars
1: huh oh yeah and he hated every second of it and before that i Man. had a japanese car and he hated that too so uh American when i when i got muscle my,
0: that's what papa wants
1: i mean he's got he's got a couple muscle cars Does he really oh yeah he's got a 69 corvette Mm-hmm. and he's got a, a 68 el camino with like a fucking big block and shit oh that rips yeah so yeah. you're gonna
0: um inherit this one day
1: <laughs> oh my god, it just oh my god my i almost killed you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean eventually i guess <laughs> huh. i'm trying to get him to sell the el camino because he wants to buy like a 55 chevy but he's he's Ugh. a hot rod man hot rod fred el camino's sick though it is sick um
0: it's one of those things that like I think done well is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, it's like and fire engine red. And, it's and it's done like
0: not well is corny.
1: Torqued up. He's he's gotten the front wheels off that thing at a mm-hmm. stoplight. It's pretty sick. But Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. Being on oh, so I'll fucking wrap it up with this podcast story, but uh the thing was I thought you were on a date. Very low prep. Didn't have any questions for me specifically. There was someone, a guy I know from Jersey City, who's, like, a total alcoholic kind of dickhead, uh-huh. who was just in the chat the entire time, like, making fun of the host. And being like, oh, these guys oh, need some fucking coke. Like, they're, they're both <laughs> falling asleep over here. Like, being Brutal. And that kept like getting in that like kept tripping up the host, and then it was just really fucking annoying. And I think it was also keeping people from like sticking around too, because he was dominating the fucking chat. Yeah, just annoying. And uh, and then the thing is, it was on Instagram Live, so it cut at an hour. And I messaged the guy and was just like, "Oh, did it cut out?" And he goes, "Yeah, man, great to have you on. This was a lot of fun." And I'm like. What? Like, you're not just going to start it back up so we could at least, like, wrap things up? So it literally cut off in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of a thought. I barely got to plug the stuff I was there to plug, such as my new book and my show. and
0: so you're saying that Homeboy just blinked out and was like, good job done by all.
1: I guess he thought it was a success. I don't know. But he hasn't—he didn't post about it happening— he didn't he hasn't posted the episode since
0: yeah cuz you just dominated the conversation he's probably embarrassed
1: <laughs> i don't know it was i don't, it was very frustrating i was asked, i was like interviewing him i was like asking huh. him questions i don't know it was wacky um but it just we're pros at this we're, i i've come to accept that we are better than a lot of other podcasts out there and i'm not i'm tired of not saying that man I, I, and, and you know what? It's getting in my head because people have been saying it to us too lately. (laughs) We've been getting some very nice fan mail. Uh, we've gotten a lot of new listeners over the last couple weeks, and, uh, it fucking rips. It feels good to be acknowledged that we're like doing a good job. Sure. Andrew's a lot less, uh, I don't, I just don't think, I,
0: I don't think about it like that. Really? Yeah.
1: I, I, I like to be acknowledged when I work hard on oh, something. I, it's nice I, to be
0: acknowledged. I know you do. Acknowledged. I just don't. I don't expect it. I don't know. I, it's not a thing I crave, I guess.
1: I mean, I don't accept it either. I mean, I, I don't... Not accept it, but, like, you know, it's... I'm not doing it for the praise, but it feels good nonetheless. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, I do
0: like look at the numbers, and I like when the numbers are good.
1: Uh-huh. I and I, I think it's... I think you're always a little... A little one foot out the door you got like a toe out the door sometimes and i feel like when we do well or people say that we do well i feel like it pulls you back in just slightly
2: oh are you like confronting me about this is that what we're doing behind the paywall <laughs> no,
1: no but we have um, behind the paywall you have said how you like dread the episodes before we actually No, start I, sometimes it's harder than others but then we have conversations like the episode that will be coming out this coming Tuesday, uh, and and it was a uh, you know that episode we had, we recorded last night was a uh, an all timer.
0: Very good, very fun. Sometimes so. you meet your heroes and you win.
1: Uh, true, that that is a big fact. Um, uh, we we got some crazy episodes coming up, like crazy shit. Yeah, um, but I uh, I honestly.
0: I've never been more excited. I Sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry, all of our guests. I, I, feel, like, I, I feel like our Patreon I episodes
1: kind of act as a production meeting a little bit, which is fun. Yeah, I think it's fun for love,
2: people.
0: But I think there have been like three three people we've met that I've been excited about, mm-hmm. you know, to a, to a point of being nervous. And
2: this guy, they're all guys at this point. Come on. But yeah i'm i'm excited i think he's a weirdo
1: on the one that who we're speaking to on sunday
0: oh my god i didn't even think about that oh no, you're, you're talking about the episode
1: we recorded yesterday
0: no tuesday.
1: Oh, tuesday oh tuesday oh yeah that's another one and again this this goes back to the, like uh what me and jason talked about just having a platform to talk to people is so fun because it's so much easier to be like hey come on my podcast than it is to be like Hey, let's it go is, grab a coffee, you know. It is
0: true. It's um It's definitely as personal cuz like once you're here you can't fucking back out. The only thing you can do is be weird and hang up.
1: Yeah, yeah, which, um, and which then, hasn't happened yet. Case,
0: can I tell you that I'm ready for that day?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're waiting you're you're waiting for our Gallagher Mark Marin interview. I think which also I think, is a great episode. It's good content, you know.
0: If that ever happens, which it will, you know what I mean? Law of averages, everything's gonna happen once. Yep. Um when somebody gets so agitated that they blink out, I think we gotta play it like we don't even notice.
1: <laughs> just I think talking. we
0: gotta I think we gotta just keep going and like if you try to get back in the room, cool, like
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, one of us just assumes their role and just starts answering questions as them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm, i I like I said, we had that episode with Jason was crazy. Blew up. The numbers are insane. Yeah. Uh, I told him about it, and he's he he was very proud of himself. Proud of himself. Uh, he was proud I'm of proud himself. Of, proud I told him he him could too. add it to a CV, uh, which he thought was very funny. <laughs> but it's gonna blow his mind when we have one of his heroes on. Uh, and that's someone yeah. that their podcast hasn't gotten.
0: Wow! So, I wanted to see if it hit, if it hit a hit a big number.
1: It's yet. it's close. It's is not it? quite there yet, but it's very close. It, it will get there. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's all kinds of other crazy shit happening. Uh, all I'm just saying is, is big things happening in in Camp RITG. But uh, Bamboozle was canceled. Not not shocked there.
0: Look, I didn't even know it was happening.
1: I barely um, paid attention,
0: and the only reason I knew it was happening was because enemy of the pod Zach Zarillo uh, <laughs> came out of property of Zach, known known hated person Zach Zarillo came out of. Uh, property of zach tweet retirement to say that bamboozle was canceled
1: Oh, to to claim he broke uh he he was breaking the news i don't know if that was (laughs) it but
0: evan evan made fun of him for it which was Uh, nice that's very funny or maybe i don't know if he made fun of him
1: but uh but yeah um what else has happened uh i've been i've been walking around my house uh singing in my best robert plant voice um Hey, hey, mama said the way you move Gonna make you sweat, gonna make you splooge And that's just been something that's very funny for me Um, I'm not gonna
0: lie to you I'm uncomfortable
1: Fallout Boy released a vinyl record that was filled with tears (laughs) And they called it Crinal (laughs) (laughs) That's not true It's true Google Fallout Boy Crinal or like, just look at the Fallout Boy Instagram. It's it's there. And when I say tears, it's not like oh we added a drop of blood to the vinyl. It's literally like you see like air bubbles in there. Like it's a hollow record with liquid inside. And it's it's maybe the corniest thing I've ever heard.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> Hold
1: on. Do you see it? It's Falling worse a
2: like-
0: on People Magazine. Fall out Boy releases vinyl record Made with actual tears From the band <laughs> this, is, this is Softest shit I've ever heard The limited record has already Sold out and even features A built in Fully functional tissue dispenser. <laughs>
1: like did there's I leaning in you, and then there's leaning overboard I don't did know. Can I tell
0: you about the time um I went to Skate and Surf when it was at uh Six Flags?
1: Oh. I don't was I it Skate for that?
0: It was one of those festivals I that they, they did. I think they did
1: do one cuz I've only been to the ones at Convention Hall.
0: Right. But there so, was
1: there was a festival I don't remember which one at Six Flags. I do remember um, that. Though. it
0: was such a fun time. Um We, uh, you know, I was, like, in an active band at the time, and we had a lot of friends who played, and it was... um Evan played with, like, the... What I think was the best Intuit Over It lineup. Who was in that? Um, Owen played bass. Mike I Kinsella? think it was... No, Owen, <laughs> Owen, Mallon,
1: Owen the man. Um,
0: who played Matt? Right?
1: It's not that important,
0: Matt Jordan. I get those two confused, but anyway, sure. it was a great lineup. Um, Andrew WK played okay, but Fall Out Boy played main stage, closed the whole thing out,
1: makes sense. And
0: yeah. I was with a bunch of people, including. Oh, what was that guy's name? Oh, my God. I feel like that's the anchor of the story. But um, we all decided to see if we could get up side stage to watch Fallout Boy. Because mm-hmm. there were a lot of people there. And why not see if I can sure. weasel my way in? Yes.
1: Yeah, stage so potato it out for, it was for a Fallout very,
0: player. It was a really deep stage, as you would imagine. Yep. Um, and uh, we stood back and were... Trying to act casual about just hanging out You're at the very to, back of the stage. No just,
1: invite your way onto the stage.
0: You just six guys chatting. Six guys chatting. Slowly look, shuffling over. <laughs> yeah, it does not look casual.
1: You like pick I up picture, a bush and you just see like a bush with like legs pop up I, and scuttle I, like three feet I and sit back down lo- again.
0: I picture sure it looked like a moving football huddle. It's <laughs> like seven Overweight white man. You, you were hiding <laughs>
1: under the cardboard box, like in Metal Gear Solid.
0: <laughs> I was smoking. <laughs> what, what did he do? What did, what did old Snake do? Old smoking, Solid Snake smoking cigarettes to like show where the laser.
1: Oh, that sounds like something were. you would do. He's a little sneaky, sneaky bastard.
0: Anyway, um, we we got awkwardly called out by somebody from Fallout Boys, like stage team Dude, the are you guys camp? working and we're like uh we all like show these passes that l- mean literally nothing <laughs> yeah you guys gotta get out of here <laughs>
1: <laughs> see i've had a different experience uh working for fallout boy directly uh, um, i don't want to i don't want to soil that that relationship that i had sure, with them sure sure, 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 Uh six years ago and or five years ago and what's and, the last never what's since. the last new fallout boy record you listened to Oh God! I was out at from under the cork tree, and I know you got out later. You said like, "Infinity on High" was your yeah, favorite. Yeah, "Infinity on High" is a great record. Do no, so you I, I not was, agree? I was kind. of I've never listened to it. I, I was kind of mostly in and out at uh, "Take This to Your Grave."
2: Yeah, I, I mean, sure.
1: I and get that. Uh, and I, I you know from under the cork tree had some stuff, but it was not not my favorite. I think those are great,
0: great records.
1: Maybe, I think maybe we'll talk are, about one one day.
0: I think those are great records written by a band who, like, I don't know.
1: I mean, they're good. They're good musicians. or good songwriters. There's no denying that. Yeah, but that's that. what I'm saying. Like, they, they went in a direction see, that was opposite the direction I was headed.
0: You don't see bands get that big and For be that able long. to, like, yeah, Crazy. and be able to, like, pull off the records they yeah. do.
1: I mean, you know when I... Mean? I when I worked for them, uh, we did th- like a three-day press junket, and we went to. They did Seth Myers, which is great. I met Scott Ian from Anthrax, which was super chill. Sure, who has not and Amy Poehler, fucking cool. That's um, nice. and Seth Myers. I was like, hey, Seth. I was on the Chris Gethard show episode you were on, mm. and he's like, oh, cool, man. I was so tired. I don't remember any of it because <laughs> it was the episode they stayed up for like thirty-six hours. Sucks. Uh, but. Yeah, they, then they did Sirius Radio for an in-store, or like an in, in-studio, and then uh, iHeartRadio for an interview, and then we all woke up super, super early and did the summer stage for Good Morning America in, in Central Park. I, J- it was I a lot remember of fun. this. Joe, Joe, super, maybe the nicest guy in Fall Out Boy. Yeah. But it was very funny. I have, like, me and Pete... Like, took the one train uptown together <laughs> from, Aww. like, Canal Street. And I have pictures of him on the, on the subway. Mm. He had the sickest, think, like, purple vintage, like, Andre Agassi shirt.
0: I think, um, I feel bad for Patrick in a lot of ways. Why? He just, like, he had some questionable style
1: over oh, the years. for sure.
0: Um, but who hasn't? the like i don't know maybe not as bad he's like pop punk ben gibbard in like how weird Kinda. his strong looks were
1: i feel like he's doing okay though oh sure. <laughs> but like i mean it's, it's also it's this happens for a number of bands but it is always weird when the primary songwriter isn't the lead singer I feel like there is always a little bit of a lost in translation thing that happens. Mm. You know? Who writes the songs? Pete, generally. At least the lyrics.
2: Huh. I didn't know
1: that. It's also weird that the bass player is the most famous person in the band as well, you know? I mean,
0: I think it's weird that the drummer would be the most famous person in any band,
1: but... Like from Autumn and Ashes and Atreyu?
0: I was thinking Blink-182, but sure,
1: man. Oh, that is, yeah, that is true. Mm. Uh, did you see his uh, liquid death enema kit? Yeah. You
0: and 50 other people. You were the first, though.
1: Okay, th- so g- oh, thank good.
0: you. You broke that. But, uh, uh, but then I had to look at it 50 more
1: times. Think of it's, how many you're it, you getting know, for Father's Day it, coming up.
0: It's sort of weird... I, do you have people send you um do you have do you have like one or two friends who communicate through memes that always send you memes you saw a month ago?
1: uh not generally. I try to stay out of okay. those conversations
0: okay well then um, we
1: live we live
0: different lives.
1: I'm in a very actually i'm I'm in zero meme chats at the moment i I keep my my group chatting to a minimum. Uh, because I, just I, meant- I was in it, I think Mitchell invited me to a group chat at some point. You may actually be in that group chat. I am, and uh, I just couldn't handle it. The, the cringe was overbearing. Oh, it's great. No, not for me. Some of the there's some real. I'm I'm a big inbox zero kind of guy when it comes to my text messages. Oh, huh. so like when I see even if they're muted that there's like. 62 text messages every time i look at my phone i'm like i there's nothing for this is for me
0: it used to be like that and i'll tell you that the the meme chat um like velocity Mm -hmm. frequency i don't know why it's gone down yeah it's a it's a perfect drip you get maybe three a day or on like a really busy day, yeah. But you know, people generally get all their all their likes in at the same time, interesting. Um, so you don't have to worry about it dribbling in over the course of a couple
1: hours, yeah. I just have
0: a few. I'm trying to think what was it, what was even the last?
1: Yeah, the I'm last? in a few f- just friend group chats where we talk about specific things, um, but no, nothing big. That is overly active with, like, more than... Did I get kicked out? Ten people. Oh, there it is. I, yeah, I was in, like, a production meme chat for a while. That was fun.
0: 4 p.m. 4 p. was the last thing. So five hours
1: ago. That's too close. 32 people. Um. Did you hear the new Say Anything song? I've never listened to Say Anything in my life. Okay. Uh, they're, they're hot and cold for me, but everyone made a big deal about this new song
0: that he put out. Is a real boy. Is that your, your say anything record?
1: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I revisited what was, it recently. Well, they, they've had some stuff over the years. He's very like he's really good about finding new ish talent a little bit who's to have he? Like, on the record. What's his name? Max Bemis. Max Bemis, but okay. he's married to from Sherry Isley. Dupree from Isley.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the
1: hot one sure uh, second
0: hottest if we can we do you want to rate
1: Isley sisters? i i could not tell you what they looked like necessarily um,
0: there's one eisley sister that's the most beautiful woman i've ever seen
1: in my life yeah i don't know sherry has like short pink hair now with like right. too much eyeliner yeah, sure sure as like a 40 um, year old um but <laughs> look so, so apparently do do <laughs> the new because uh, the drummer of Mute Math is the other Dupree sister's husband.
0: Get out of here. The weirdest show I've ever been to in my life was a Mute Math show.
1: I, I saw Mute Math open for somebody like Circus Survive years ago. Yeah. And that first Mute Math EP is good. Reset, I think it's called. I don't but, know. The the say anything song, it's like fuck. It's like weird. It's like him just unloading a ton of baggage uh-huh. about because apparently, like the other Dupree sister and Darren do like Darren King, the the drummer of Mute Math, uh-huh. like don't get along and like called CPS on v- uh Max and and Sherry because like they have five kids and neither of them have jobs. And apparently, they're always like begging for money by doing those like song shop things. Oh yeah, and then like not actually doing them and just taking people's money. Oh, oh man. man. Uh, and and the kids apparently That's are rough. they they always say, oh well, we let our kids be kids, but the kids are always like dirty and like unwashed oh, and like have greasy hair and shit. This is Sherry. Yeah, they're fucking nightmare people. Apparently, they're just like. All fucked up. But uh Say Anything's on tour again, and Sherry brought all five kids. Get on- the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, the kids aren't in school either. It's all fucked up. It's wild. That's
0: why I mean. That's like a different it's a, That's it's like Chris wild Conley thinking. Yeah,
1: you know but I mean? you know, like the so the, the lyrics are all very personal i guess and he's talking about like i don't know like fucking people's wives and he says the word come and Ew. uh maxwell he references snapcase's gravity and pulp skewed reality and uh and whoop the ghost gravity uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he says uh what is it? This is my chronic 2K, so I'm going to describe in ironic terms that convey I'm a sick guy. How I got away with destroying my lover's true life. Me and Connor will drink with our lawyer tonight and never once mention how he freed Cosby. He still takes tax to clean lies right off me. Hey, if the iceberg fits, I could sink, say anything. But Billy Zane shot himself, so will Darren King. <laughs> Yo, what is fucking, <laughs> wait,
0: is this, is this the, admit it. band?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> I always forget what band is what.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: No, completely fuck this guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just very funny. That you...
0: admitted horseshit is the most <laughs> like you want to talk about cringe.
1: Yeah, it's almost as bad as uh as uh. Wait, are you gonna name
0: something I like? Please don't.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say it's almost as bad as uh, glamorous indie rock and roll.
2: What? The, the the last song on the on the killers
1: record. Oh. That's also meant to be ironic. Got it. But uh I, I did want to reference one thing. Uh someone called you a scumbag the other day and you got really got really upset Uh-oh.
0: about it. The, you this is what you want to talk about?
1: I mean, not necessarily. Look, I just...
0: um I I, lo- I like to fuck around. Of
1: course. You're a you fucking meaning. Kind of and I,
0: I live my life very loose. And um I don't know You're like the I Max think,
1: Bemis of Baltimore Fuck off
0: <laughs> I think generally I give people the like Bro, dog, you know what I mean? Like I
1: Yeah, I much, try much, to be, like, much like the rest of us You started saying dog ironically Like 15 years ago And then you just couldn't stop And
0: I couldn't stop It's Same. It's, it's part of me now I also love bro, <laughs> bro I Bro's love a good especially one Especially calling women bro <laughs>
1: Um I had to call women Bruv and um, Giza. I call my wife Bro all the time. <laughs> Stop calling me
0: bro. Anyway. Um, so I, you know, I and I, I've got a lot of loose friendships. I I I know I've mentioned before that I have like a softball group. Oh yeah. And like those are my friends mm-hmm. um here. Um but they're all like, you know. It's a weird it's a it's a group of weirdos. And one Misfits. of them one of them like sort of introduced me to a bunch of their friends who were strangers to me and called me a scumbag.
1: Yeah, what was the context there? He's like, Oh, this um, is my buddy Andrew who's a total scumbag. No,
0: uh said said, Hey, this is my friend Andrew, we play softball together. Something, 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 don't worry. He's only a little bit of a scumbag, or like he's a, he's like he's an okay scumbag. How did he word it now?: But still the word scumbag" was used. and it was like,
1: yeah, in, it felt in, bad.: In mixed company, that's like not it felt not bad. cool. It felt bad. Like when you're in front of people who... it's like a first impression thing and don't right, have yeah. the context, Right. you know? Because now they're gonna be like, "Oh, this guy.
0: Yeah, There's we always gotta, gonna be some kind
1: of asterisk next to yeah, your name you in gotta, their mental database. Um,
0: we gotta have a conversation first. You gotta like feel feel a vibe. You gotta feel before.
1: the vibe. I feel you.
0: Vi- vibes only. Uh, <laughs> it felt bad. It still feels bad.
1: Yeah. I was, are, you, are you gonna I fight was, him? No. Are you gonna like sock I a digger? I,
0: I think I am gonna say something though.
1: Just pick your bro. Yo, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that chief, wasn't, that wasn't cool. Yeah. No,
0: I, um, I don't know. Or am I just being... So, like, it doesn't really... It doesn't fucking matter. And I'm making a big I, deal. of ma-
1: Maybe now you have Carte Blanche to be a real scumbag. And they'll expect it.
0: Hmm. Like, I want to know what he thinks is scumbag enough even to, like, joke about.
1: You should, you should pull him aside thing, and be like, do you know what a scumbag actually is?
0: <laughs> the only thing that I can think of that would make him even jokingly call me a scumbag is just how much weed I smoke and how much I drink when we play softball.
1: Yeah, that is pretty it's scummy. It's the only
0: thing that it's I can think of. Very low class of you. Yeah, it's the only thing that I can think of that somebody would, like, I don't know. Think is like subversive enough to, <laughs> but is this content? Do people sure. want this?
1: I, it's not up to us.
0: <laughs>
2: uh,
0: <laughs> I, um,
2: I, like, what content do people want? I, I think we're I was thinking about asking our uh Patreon group, uh, what do you want?
1: I, I think. I don't know. I think we're doing we're doing we're doing good, right? But if, if we're, we're not, like, leave a leave a comment under this episode and tell us what we should be doing.
0: I and just you... mean like, does anybody want does anybody want to talk about a record? Come on, come on in. Let's talk about a record.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about a record right now.
0: Oh, that's a good transition, Daniel. Ah, thank you. It's been a while. You nailed it. I have so many notes. This is going to be like a four-hour episode.
1: I really hope it isn't. Uh, <laughs> I do not have that many notes. Um, do you? Okay, good. Then this should be great. But uh, I, I do have one. Number one with a bullet note. It's the first note I took. Okay. Uh, it's uh-huh. it's been plaguing me for, uh, I guess, the week and a half we've been listening to this record for this episode. And it's it's the biggest question on my mind. Hit me. Do Scottish people pronounce this record hoot foos? <laughs> I
2: can't answer
0: that. You
1: can't answer that?
2: Wait,
0: right. can you just go into... No, I guess that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of thing where you can put what you want somebody to say in an accent on the internet and it will say it
1: yeah i looked up hot fuss scottish and it just comes up with hot fuzz memes oh
0: yeah yeah. a lot of i the more i tried to look up stuff about this record i kept Mm -hmm. seeing hot fuzz yeah i i which is a movie i enjoy
1: yeah someone someone uh Told me the Scottish Yarn no. Festival has uh yarn that was dyed in the same color ways as uh, the color palette of, of the album cover, so that's fun. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, Hootfoos been heavy on my mind all week,
2: huh?
0: So, that's your one thing, that's, okay?
1: Well, then... that's my big note.
0: All right, here we go. Let me knock mine out then. <laughs>
1: In order. Oh god.
0: Synths are bad on this record, except, except
1: on, on Smile Like You Mean It. Smile Like You Mean It. Because that that's like one of the most legendary modern synth riffs. spy
0: smile like you mean it um is the only song I a lot of people give this band like new order vibes and i, mean, I, mean, I do not see it at all
1: except they're on named Smart, after like a mean. new order reference
0: yeah i mean but i just don't
1: apparently in a in a new order music video the killers were the name of like a fake band in the video
0: okay so let me ask you something cuz this is like when you start looking into this record the first thing that's mentioned is almost
2: always you know they started this band they wrote a bunch of songs. Is This It came out. They threw
0: out all those songs except for Mr. Brightside and yeah. started over. Very So, funny. like, what were the style? Like, was it, was it, like, Garage Rock? You know what I mean? Like, what were they doing? that They were like, let's start over. Let's go. Um, let's go. uh Zoo to L-Shaped Man real quick.
1: <laughs> I, I haven't a... listened to those records. Really? I've listened to part of L-Shaped Man, but never never do. Zoo.
0: Is... Zoo might be m- one of my favorite hardcore records.
1: Is it even a hardcore record, though? Yes.
0: Really? I mean, it's a punk record. I don't know. I think it's a hardcore it's, record.
1: It's, it was between... We're talking about Ceremony for some reason. Uh Runout Park <laughs> and, and L-Shaped Ceremony, Man. Ceremony,
0: which is also a New
1: Order reference. Is it? It's not a reference to the act of a ceremony.
0: <laughs> no, there's a new order. Ceremony is uh one of the biggest
1: New Order songs, right? I mean I get I feel like that's too too broad of a word For to be a specific a band reference.
0: That ended up sounding like New Order. Yeah, that's but it ended up not...
1: starting power violence.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I'm right.
1: So sure, um, violence, violence sounded exactly like like New Order. You're right.
0: You're seriously going to tell me that a band named after a New Order song that ends up sounding like, sounding like New Order? Is I'm just not saying a bi- the is, word is ceremony big.
1: is is too ubiquitous with the the general world Man. to be. A, I mean, it's very possible.
0: You're just that mad at me that you want to argue with me. Do I? I don't know that's what it sounds like I, I there's no way there's no way on the
1: planet also ceremony was written by joy division motherfucker same thing <laughs> minus, kind of minus
0: one dude
1: <laughs> uh i don't know here's um, what i don't,
0: here's what I don't understand, and last before we talk about the killers, okay. Why do you think that, like, hip culture caught on, like, held on to Joy Division iconic, uh, like, iconographically?
1: <laughs> that is not... <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? The iconography of Joy Division? Right.
0: right. The, um, the logo. Yeah. Like, but I feel like... Okay, you you're order- right, actually,
1: about Ceremony... And it is by New Order. It was a Joy Division demo that New Order played.
0: So... <laughs> so you're right. Um, uh, wouldn't you think that like the Urban Outfitters crowd is much more a New Order crowd than a Joy Division crowd?
1: I, I would say New Order is an easier band to listen to, like, casually, than Joy Division is. True. Uh, I mean, Joy Division has a lot of lore behind it, especially since, sure. you know, the singer, like, tragically killed himself and they were from that what the manchester sound did you ever listen
0: to the warsaw record
1: no they
0: was like i think it's just joy division before joy division but they still played some of those songs but it's like a great punk record nice anyway
1: i remember watching a documentary about Joy Division. It was horrifically yeah, and depressing. and none
0: of them are good. They're so bad.
1: They're like that old style of documentary that like, like I don't. It's not that um, dynamic.
0: Have you ever seen the Germs documentary? Maybe. Or it's like more so. What's the singer for the Germs?
1: Dip, dipshit. Darby, d- dipshit. Darby Crash. crash. Darby <laughs> Crash. Darby uh, crash. Uh, um, I think. What isn't it? There's a biopic about the Germs. Yeah, is that what it is? A biopic? Maybe. It's not. Yeah, it's like it's a recreation a dramatization mm-hmm. i watched like decline of western civilization part one is good there are a lot of darby crash footage of him just being I've drunk only... and not even singing into the microphone the entire time
0: i think i've seen the second one which that's is, like, like the, the more metal, metal one. one? Yeah. It's so bad.
1: It's really good, actually. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, that's, maybe
0: that's what we should do for for the next Patreon Well, uh, I was just
1: going to say, uh, Overnight Drive did a whole series where they watched all those and, like, talked uh, over okay. them. okay.
0: Never mind.
1: Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, the, Darby Crash, what, he, like, killed himself at, like, age 20 or some shit? Like, Oof. insane.
0: That's tough.
1: <laughs> but, you know... Know who else recorded a record when they were 20?
0: Brandon Flowers. Brandon
1: Flowers, the man himself. Um, uh, my friends met the Killers once uh, when they were working at the Starbucks on the Turnpike.
0: They met a lot of people. Oh, you, you've told that story. Probably. It's a good one.
1: Yeah. 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 They, they also met. They, I've told that story about the question mark suit guy. Yeah, that too. And 18 Visions as well. And Jermaine Dupri and all, all Have you hits. ever seen the Killers? Live? No.
0: Yeah. I saw them at a festival once. Okay. The Y100 Festival. Maybe you're oh, familiar?
1: I, I, I am familiar. Never, um, never been to one of them.
0: They were so bad. Really? Like, I wrote them off because I hated how bad they were
1: live. Interesting.
0: And I think that that was just a one-off. Like, I think they were not a bad live band.
1: Okay, you just think of it. I mean festivals are never the ideal place no. to see any band.
0: That's not that's not true.
1: Really? I yes. don't know. I feel like it's never ideal. I think Like I can I actually that's not true. There are some good like Coachella performances.
0: Imagine, imagine
2: um Imagine how fun of a vibe you could get from like a
0: Radiohead festival play. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you would expect going to a Radiohead show, it would be dark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would be performance art. But like yeah. a festival play might be more fun.
1: Sometimes. Uh I'm trying to think. They they did a big festival. There's like footage of it. Like it might what's uh what's the big like UK festival?
0: What, Reading?
1: No, the other one.
0: Glastonbury. Glastonbury,
1: yeah uh but yeah like i mean there's been like the pixies coachella set is really really good bell and sebastian
0: never um, saw that one Set very good
1: the the kanye west one when dark twisted fantasy came out is you love kanye not really but that one is good because it's like a two hour set it was a big like listen to this in the tour van set
0: you guys I you and Kanye
1: stand for a lot of the same things. <laughs> it's true. We both uh, we both watched Jonah Hill in Twenty One Drum Street and, and changed our tune.
0: I watched a really uh, interesting Jonah Hill interview the other day. Okay. About how much weed he smokes. Okay. And it was a re- really wild conversation.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It sounds boring as shit to me. Uh, interesting. But yeah, um so many singles on this fucking record like six. Uh, it's six singles. It's crazy. Super front-loaded. Uh, her- horrifically front-loaded. The um, the back half of this record is a major gripe. Is this this has to be a double LP, right? No, it's only 53 minutes or something. I mean, I guess I don't Actually, I don't think this came out on LP, at least not originally. It came out on 11 7-inches.
0: You're fucking with me.
1: That's what it said in the Wikipedia. It came out at 11 7-inches box set where the A-side of all 11 7-inches were album tracks and the B-sides were B-sides of the record. You're, you, you are
2: fucking with me.
1: curious what that cost in 2004
0: uh we're about to find out
1: <laughs> and what it's currently going for on Discogs.
0: Uh, that's what we're about to find out Hot an insane fuss, thing
1: to do
2: the killers we're here a wacky thing to do Loving I'm, like, on dinner. the
0: edge of my seat. I wish I would have paid for faster internet. <laughs> if I can be honest. Why is this redirecting me back to the same site?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, I do very much love that Pitchfork gave it a 5.2. Yo, and they gave Samstown a 5.3. I've never listened to another... Killers. I've never listened to this killers record. Sam sounds pretty good. I've never listened into an entire killers record before. Really? No. But yeah, what's what? What else? Did yeah. Sawdust got a five point five. They're slowly going up. Day and age a five point nine. Direct hits a six point four. At what point do you think they were just like being kind? I don't know. Imploding the mirage got a seven point four. That's that's up there. And the new one got a 6.6. So they're okay, they're very mid. Go. I think would be the best way to put it. Uh did you find the record yet? I'm you're still looking?
2: There's no
0: way that that wouldn't be the most expensive version, right?
1: I I can't imagine it was cheaper than anything else.
0: Okay. So here's what the most expensive killers records are. This is an LP. Uh-huh. The most expensive killer's record on the internet or on uh on Discogs. Mhm. It's an LP that's blue.
2: Made in England.
1: I'm looking at what I, it took me 2
2: seconds to google this. Uh
1: The lowest price it's been sold for is $55. And the highest is one ninety three.
0: Wait for a box set.
1: So it's it's eleven.
0: Se- oh, here here it is. How
1: 11, many records have a end. How many records have a V side? It gets <laughs> <True>. to
0: V. <laughs> it does have a V side.
1: Yes, get trashed is the Limited single on the five
2: thousand copies. Really, five thousand copies and i can get one right now for
1: for $108 is the current rate
0: that's crazy wouldn't you think that that would be uh, uh, do i overrate
1: i think it's just it's an album that people can find and it's also like 11 7 inches is the is the least convenient way to listen to this album
0: 100%.
1: I, I, I'm not a big 7 inch fan to begin with, let alone. Oh,
0: yeah, mine are in a box. One like...
1: song per side? Come on. And then a bunch of B sides that suck ass? No, thank you. Um.
0: I, uh, for some reason, I thought my box of 7 inches was in here and I was going to.
1: You got to get better at your props, man. You're your, through it and your Props you... are not accessible true. But uh so yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Think... Back to this record real quick. Uh extremely front loaded. Um Mr. Brightside. An insane song. Uh it's, a, it's, it's it's undeniably good in a way that makes me kind of mad because it's so universal. It is it's like a slightly less good version of Hey Ya. It's by Andre 2000.
0: It's a it's it's a generational pop hit.
1: And it, it's, I didn't skip it when I went, I've heard the song a thousand times. I did not skip it when it came on because it is, it it does fit in this record layout well in terms of like sequencing. Right. Um, and it's just such a fucking good song. It's, it's also the first song they wrote as a band. No, no. Everywhere I've read, it says this was the first song they wrote together as a band. It was great. One of two songs on their first demo. That's great, and I think "Smile Like You Mean It" might have been the other one, or at least from Fuck. that early demo session. Like that was on. Like the big hits were on the first five-song demo, and no one picked them up in the states. It wasn't until they got signed in the UK and then played CMJ, right? That they got picked up by Island Def Jam.
0: Yeah, they do. They talk about that in the Insane in the Bathroom Book.
1: Crazy. Um.
0: They're covered of a very small amount.
1: Yeah. Uh, but also, the reason Bright, like Mr. Brightside, it, it's like an interpolated version of Ode to Joy, which is why it's like such an earworm.
0: Well, the bridge is Ode to Joy.
1: Essentially. It's, it's similar. It's not quite. It's the same notes as Ode to Joy, just not specifically in the same order. Interesting. But that's part of the reason... Uh, this song, Mr. Brightside, was 300 weeks on the UK chart.
0: What a, what a, (laughs) what a treat for the world.
1: Though, them as a band did not sell as many records as Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park sold in, in, like, three years. So
0: this record did sell, uh, like it's a multi-platinum record though.
1: i think them as a band have gone 22 times platinum which is insane but uh or 28 times something like that but hybrid theory went 22 times platinum on that one record alone
0: <laughs> yeah it's <that's> wild
1: <laughs> which is crazy
0: wait how many records did this sell it had to have it had this to record have sold. only
1: sold like three 6.3 million or something only only 6.3 million uh but also
2: it
0: it was no that's not true. I was about to defend it by saying this was one of the early like Napster like streaming bands. <laughs> yeah, you it think wasn't. you think I the internet think it took it them down. No, but uh, I think that like that stuff had an effect later.
1: Another really funny thing I thought of listening to this was um he kind of has like a crooner's voice.
0: Yeah, I did have a note about his voice. He'd um I I was trying to do it. You sort of like open your throat and close your nasal passage yeah. while you sing. Yeah. It, um, everything sounds like that. Um,
1: so, yeah, he kinda has a crooner's voice, but there's a weird murky reverb on almost oh, his voice did this you, entire record. Did you read about that? Yes. The the effect echo farm
0: echo farm <laughs> echo farm it they, was a new it was a new plug-in when they yeah, were making
1: this it record. was like the only plugin in they had they put it on
0: <laughs> on every single it said there was only like one song that it wasn't on
1: probably the one that brandon flowers like produced himself
0: what in the drummer's house, Katana's yeah, house?
1: Everything will be all right, or whatever. Yeah, that's a good song. It is a good song. It's it's maybe the only redeeming song on the second half of the record for me personally. Uh, wait, where does side B start? Uh, that's a good question. I've closed discogs for the evening. Uh, I have it right here. Side oh. side B starts on uh, after the first song. It's it starts with Mister yeah. Brightside. If we're talking about the the eleven. To, uh, you know, 11, 7-inch. Oh, yeah.
0: Andy, you're a star. Start that's side a, B.
1: That's a good way to start side B.
0: Yeah, but on top, glamorous <laughs> indie rock and roll, believe... Oh, Midnight Show is good.
1: Wait, they put glamorous indie rock as the second song on side B?
0: Third song on side B.
1: Oof, that's a brutal song. I mean, because on the version on Spotify, it's, like, tacked on the end. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think... Everything Will Be All Right replaced it in certain versions. There's a different version in the UK than there is in the US.
0: Wait, is this UK? Am I looking? Oh, I am looking at the UK version. Yeah, it's a
1: slightly different layout. Really? Is Everything Will Be All Right on that version? Yeah. Okay. There's something that's swapped out.
0: Okay, here's the US version. You're right. Um glamorous indie rock is retitled just indie rock and roll Ugh. and it's the last song on the record it is a deplorably fucking horrible oh, song
1: so bad apparently it's it's the his least favorite song, but only because people didn't take it ironically and I'm like even even as an ironic song it's still a bad song.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine getting upset over like how people interpret your music?
1: Oh yeah, That's great. Um but it's also very funny cuz oh god, the, the the annotations on like Genius about uh. these lyrics are are atrocious. And someone's like Brandon Flowers said this is his least favorite song because people kept calling them indie rock when they wanted to be pop punk. And I'm like Oh, that's a other terrible way to think about this record. You know,
0: there's a note that I have in here that this seems like a good time to share.
2: I'd like to read it to you now. Sure. There's there's absolutely no indie equivalent to this band.
1: What do you mean?
0: Like, there's no stylistically and like there's not you can't have an independent version of this band like this is a major label band
1: i i kind of want to agree with you but i kind of don't um i mean i don't know it's it's weird it came out around the time that there were a lot of other the bands at the time Mm -hmm. um kind of on the tail end of the strokes you know like that whole the strokes the vines the uh what was another one that wore suits the hives <laughs> the hives um that one record's pretty good yeah that first record is really if any vicious or something like that na 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 na, yeah. i haven't thought about the band in so long um but uh, I have a note here that I was listening to the record while heading. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Met Gala. What a fucking mess! But I was listening to it on the way to the Met Gala, and uh, it went into Killer's Radio, which I know you love to see what comes on after. Sure. Hit me. And Killer's Radio rips. It was Metric into uh-huh. Yeah Yeah Yes, into Block oh, yeah. Party into Death Cab.
0: A lot of Block Party.
1: It, this is is big question. Is is this beep rock? It's a little
2: beepy. It's
1: a little beepy.
2: I don't...
0: It's beepy because the bass is beepy. I've never heard someone play bass, like, uh... I didn't even look... What's his name?
1: (laughs) Depose.
0: Yeah, I I don't even know... uh... Like, I've never heard someone play bass the way DePose plays bass.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I have a note here, too, that um, the bass on Somebody Told Me is, like, the only redeeming part of that song, personally. Mark? Classic Mark maneuvers on that bass. Really, really taking the crown from Interpol. Mark
0: Stormer?
1: But... Yeah, the bass on this record is pretty, pretty solid. It
2: rips. And also, he carries,
0: He there's a lot of times that he carries, like, the riff. mm mm-hmm. um, Like, the intro to Somebody Told Me is all, it's all bass riff. Yeah. Do, 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 do. That's not, that's Smile Like You Mean It. Everything ends up being Smile <laughs> Like You Mean It. It's the greatest song I think smile like you mean it's a way better song than Mr. Brightside.
1: I think it I think it holds up better just because I think the world is inundated with Mr. Brightside at any possible moment. I mean I I shot a wedding on Saturday uh-huh. and they had a twelve person wedding band and Oof. Mr. Brightside was the last song they played that night.
0: Every time, man.
1: And uh it, you know, it sounded good. But yeah, I might as well just wrap up my notes before you dig into yours. Um I gotta say, The Killers is such a violent name. (laughs) Unnecessary. Uh, Just like
0: uh, the best ever death metal band out of
1: Denton? Well, that's a song title. By the Mountain Goats.
0: Yeah, but one of the band names is The
1: Killers. Oh, is it?
0: (laughs) And the Hospital Bombers.
1: Uh, I'm not a big Mountain Goats fan. Really?
0: Really? No, not really. I don't think you have the same kind of soul I do.
1: I mean, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> the the Mountain Goats, uh, they have that one record that's really good. Tallahassee? Whichever one has, what, New Year or whatever the fuck? Oh, uh, and Sunset and, Tree. And Broom People. Yeah. Uh, that one's okay. I, I would say Tallahassee's the record. It's too folky for me. I've tried. Um, I don't think it's folky at all It's kind of folky It's also recorded like shit That's the point That's that's not a good point to make I hate when that's the point
0: point. So you don't like Iron and Wine?
1: The first Iron and Wine record? Never listened to it I only like the I only know of the Iron and Wine Like uh, fucking Postal Postal Service Service cover. cover
0: That's the style of the entire first record
1: yeah, that's not good though. I like the post-chorus awesome. version better.
0: It's an it's.
1: I had an ex who loved that shit, and I think it really tainted it for me. Hmm. Like
0: uh, things with like feeling.
1: Yeah. Uh, last two, two notes I have. All right, three notes. Um. Jerry Saltzman produced this. Uh huh. Which is crazy.
0: What What else did he do? He did a bunch. Didn't he do like Green Day and shit? Is it that guy? I think so. The same guy who did Dear You?
1: <laughs> it might be. No. Uh, I just Googled Jerry Saltzman, and it came up with professional consulting services. Ooh. Um, let's see. The lesser famous uh, Jerry Saltzman. Uh, all right. Here's his all-music credit list. I don't want to disable ad blocker. Ugh. Don't want me. All right. Here we go. Um... He hasn't done anything in a while.
2: Fisher Spooner? Uh, which one?
1: Uh, Entertainment. Ooh, great
2: record.
1: Uh, he did The Killers 3 CD Brick. Ooh, I love The He did brick. The Killers Sawdust, which is just mm. more stuff from that other stuff. Um, Bad record. Smash Mouth, Summer Girl. Oh, the Sounds. My. Uh, I'm I'm heading back into the 2004 era. He did uh DeLorean Two Gallants record? That's, that's weird. A, that's a t- t- Saddle, Saddle Creek Saddle band. band. Uh, yeah, he did The Killers. Interesting. He did... Sh- 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 the Black Keys. Never listen to The Black Keys. No, nah, I could care. They had that one, that gold on the ceiling song, you couldn't escape, and I hated it so bad. They were like a bluesy uh two-piece yeah it's terrible oh shit he recorded he mastered hmm. a kind of like spitting record which is nuts which one uh t- 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 bridge is worth burning
0: bridge is worth burning super underrated
1: great great
0: Band. have you heard that record
1: uh i forget what i like the one that has we were both writers isn't
0: that this record
1: maybe it is uh but he did it's the record- camp for it- cutie the photo album
0: it's the record that Ben Gibbard played drums on. Oh. I, I th- think he, Ben Gibbard played drums on that kind of like spitting He record. did
1: Death Cab for Cutie, the photo album. Best Death Cab for Cutie Stephen record.
2: Maybe second.
1: Uh, this is riveting. Riveting.
2: Wait. Th- th- wait, where, where in relation time-wise is uh hot fuss to this other stuff
1: Uh I mean I kind of like, like spitting oh I feel my, like those I've, two I've,
0: happened at the same time
1: I've left that page let me go back uh, kind of like spitting yeah I saw dad's open for him at, at the Brooklyn Knitting Factory back in the yeah. day
0: I love that venue that venue Yeah, real weird once. stage I miss weird the old
1: room. The old knitting factory was super fucking cool. I never went to the old one. Uh, Where the fuck did the Kind of Like Spitting record go? Oh, we did Stars of Track and Field. That's a band I haven't thought of in a long time. Uh...
0: What, named after a Bell and Sebastian song?
2: Sure.
1: Alright, so Kind of Like Spitting was uh, 2002. So, two years before. And the photo album was 2001.
0: Interesting.
1: Weird times, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just typed in Jeff Fuss when I'm trying to look for Hot Fuss. Yeah, how's Jeff? Yeah, what's, uh, Jeff Saltzman. Oh, it's Jeff Saltzman. Yeah. Okay. But, uh... That
0: would explain why I couldn't find
1: it. It does not have a Wikipedia, but a storied character and career... Uh, was that my last note? I had one more note, I feel. Oh, Branded Flowers had a private lunch with Mitt Romney. So huh. that's fun.
0: I can't imagine being from Las Vegas.
1: <laughs> it seems terrible. In the what, same what are way, other bands from Las Vegas? Uh, Panic I, at I the Disco. Know. Sure. That's, that's the only other one.
2: That's a band I don't get.
0: That that feels like something you like.
1: That first Panic at the Disco record has got some hits. I actually preferred the original leaked demos of Panic at the Disco. Interesting. More way more electronic, which I prefer. Interesting. The original version of Time to Dance is is really good. But uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, my last question is: uh, Do Scottish people pronounce this "hoot foos?
0: Okay, so okay, <laughs> okay here we go. Sins are bad, except on smile. Uh, smile like you mean it. I think so we true. Said that. Um, now the bass tone. Um, everything about the bass is flawless.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is different because the drums are sort of bad. The drums are
1: unremarkable, I would
0: feel. Unremarkable. But I said, their simplicity
1: might lend themselves to the popularity. I,
0: I don't think it does. There are stylistic decisions on big songs on this record yeah. where, like, if there would have been a different fill, it would have been a more interesting song. Okay. There's some weird—there's a part where he, like, completely skips a beat in the middle of a fill. I think probably as, like a stylistic decision. Okay, like hold back for half a beat. Yeah, real weird feeling. Huh? Should have written down when that happens. Uh, Brandon Flowers less attractive than I remember.
1: Really? He he's like considered one of the sexiest men alive by like People Magazine at some point.
0: Hmm. Part of the appeal for the band for many people. For me, then
1: (laughs) he's not your type.
0: Um. Lots of New Order comparisons I didn't get until I listened today. Mostly Smile Like You Mean It, though. Mm. Like, I I feel like I can't speak enough about that song.
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, people label the Killers as a post-punk band.
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't like that.
1: I don't like it either. I don't know what else to compare them to or, like, consider them as. They're like... Because they kind of, to me, skipped straight to radio rock because that's all I know them as. Yeah. A, the band on the radio. It's the only context I have for listening to them. Yeah.
0: I just don't think. Like I said, there's no, there's no indie comparison. There's yeah. no, it's not that kind of music. Did um, you,
1: did you listen to the um, Spanish Love Songs cover of Smile Like You Mean It? I did. Not bad pretty good it, it, but it doesn't have the synth line they like play the synth like on the guitar instead or something yeah which is fine i guess that
0: guy's got a weird
1: energy kind of <laughs> kind of manic depressive i feel and it shows in the music yeah i maybe
2: um i think i guess uh, it feels real theater kid
1: yeah i mean so with this Um, record i mean this record sounds like that too right big big theater kid energy on here um
0: it is big theater kid energy on this record
1: (laughs) the fact that it's kind of a narrative on all the songs are a narrative kind of thing is it
0: all of them or is it just those three
1: they're all kind of narrative. I mean, okay, Mister like, Brightside tells a story, a whole story. They all have you, stories to them.
0: Did you 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 sent me the thing too about <laughs> the, the the like the, trilogy story on this record?
1: Well, it it extended. That's a known thing. That's something apparently that they've acknowledged. The weird, the murder yeah. trilogy they
0: call sure. it. Sure, I didn't know about it until
1: today. I didn't either, and I still don't care necessarily. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's about, like, someone killing the girl, and one of the songs is, like, a B-side on Sawdust that right. I did not take the time to listen to, and the other one is, like, a Midnight uh, Show. And, yeah, and the and last the song, song is the
0: first song on the record.
1: Yeah. Which is Which, a good song. It's a good song. It's a good opener. Not,
0: not what I would have opened
1: with. I mean, apparently, that was also the first single on the record. And we've talked about with... Uh, yeah, with, that's, with a great, that's a great single. Yeah, but we've talked about it with Spencer from from Good Friends Charlie Bliss. It doesn't make sense to put your first single as your first song on the record, because people are going to hear it first anyway. That's true. Like, it's going to get the most listens, because it starts your record. That's true. So, and also, apparently, everyone told them to... Do Mr. Brightside? That's the first single, which is yeah. I smart.
0: think I think not doing Mr. Brightside was a smart move. I,
1: thinking about it in their shoes, though, if if Mr. Brightside's the first song you ever wrote, like you probably don't think about that as excitingly as like maybe you know they wrote uh, th- that first track closer to this album coming out. You know what I mean? So they're mm-hmm. oh, it's new and exciting. It's the best song we ever wrote. Because you know, Mr. Brightsize was probably like three years old by the time this record actually came out.
0: True. I mean, so,
1: uh, but also, that's like what the fucking but record I think label's it's good. job is.
2: I think it's good that it wasn't.
1: I sure. don't know. Uh, I, think
0: but, a, I think it was, I think it had a really good video that also helped.
1: Yeah. I don't remember the video. I mean,
0: not. It actually isn't very good, but I feel like apparently it's iconic there's, there's in two way.
1: videos, so I've not seen or remember yeah. either. There's one, isn't the f- one? It's like very like circusy, or am I thinking of yeah, the Panic yeah, yeah. at the Disco stuff?
0: No, no, no. It's it's that. Yeah, it's
1: very like like Victorian era. They, they
0: share that. They share that aesthetic, which I don't. The like.
1: theater kid vibe.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. Um, smile. Look, you mean it again? Excellent song. Uh, Nothing touches Mr. Brightside in terms of plays. Mr. Brightside has 1.7 billion listens.
0: Billion with a B, right? With a
1: billion. Yeah. And every other song on this record, uh, somebody told me it's the second largest at 600 million, which is also really. And then Smile Like You Mean It's 142 million. And then... All the things that I've done is 287 million and everything else is in only the two digit millions.
0: Um that's my favorite song on the record. What? All these things that I've done.
1: You know, I it's good up until that line, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I love I it. Which I think is the worst line in guitar music history. I love it. And it turned it's it's everyone's favorite line. Uh, fucking, there was a band, Lions, Lions, that, like, yeah, covered they, it.
0: They played with Mute Math.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I, I did like Lions, Lions. They were a band I met when I lived in Massachusetts. Uh, I think they were from that way. And that first Lion, Lions record is actually really, really good. when they had the really high-pitched lead singer. But, um... That, apparently, like, U2 has, like added that line into live concerts like sure. it's but i hate it. it it like it it's like nails on a chalkboard to me oh, somehow love it. i think it's great i got soul but i'm not a soldier i think so it's great you. because it, it
0: doesn't um i don't want to keep going i don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again but like it's not an indie rock record
1: yeah like i, I just don't think what have they done to the prove do that. that they have soul it's so also thing I you think, have to, like, earn.
0: I
2: don't
0: I don't really... I don't... Besides the obvious influences, like, I don't... Stylistically, or at least, like, visually, I don't know. I don't know those influences. So, yeah. like...
1: I don't know. I don't know. When I think of soul, I think of, like, soul music and, like, Aretha Franklin.
2: When I think of soul, I think of... Aretha Franklin. <laughs> all
1: right, good. We're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not It's not my favorite of the singles, um, mainly for that line. I think... It, I Somebody think told it, me also, I think, like I said, I can listen to Mr. Brightside all day, every day. It somehow doesn't get old. Uh-huh. At least not in like a visceral reaction kind of way uh uh-huh. uh, but somebody told me as a song that like i if I never heard it again it's not yeah. it's not offensive, but if I never heard it again, I don't think I would ever miss it.
0: I think I skipped it half the time that I listened to this record
1: yeah it's it's not great
0: it's not it's like lyrically and stylistically, I'm sort of glad that the lyrics and the music lined up for that the way they did mm-hmm. so that I could only dislike one song really <laughs> on the record. Yeah, yeah. Besides, like, some of the garbage that's on side B.
1: But... There's so much filler on side B. Um. Oh, we, yeah. We, we To go back real quick to the conspiracy theory, there's a a secondary conspiracy theory beyond the murder trilogy where the entire record is actually a narrative about, like, two high school guys having, like, a gay interaction, Mm -hmm. which then leads Andy to kill Jenny. And, uh, it's felt like a real stretch.
0: I don't think... I think even the murder trilogy part is a stretch.
1: Apparently that's the thing the band has, like,
0: Yeah, but, like, that's a thing that you would say if you were trying to appear to be deeper than you really that,
1: are. That's also true. Yeah.
0: Not trying he... to be a boy to uh, mean to my boy B Flow, but. B Flow. <laughs> he's also like all B. of the hits are just is his him. Rap
1: name. What do you mean?
0: Like songwriting. Didn't? Isn't he like the sole songwriter on most of the hits?
1: I mean, he's not a soldier songwriter of the rest of the hits. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know I think he I don't know is he the, the premier uh, are you looking up his ASCAP I'm looking uh, No, ASCAP it's on. History?
0: it's on Wikipedia um okay track listing uh okay
2: so
1: yeah what's their ASCAP business name
2: no I'm wrong
1: it's credited to the whole band isn't it No. No?
0: No. Jenny was a friend of mine, was just him and the bass player. Mr. Brightside is just him and the guitar player. Oh. Smile like you mean it, it's him and the bass player.
1: It's always very weird how they break down, like, who wrote what. Yeah. Somebody- It's it's broken down to, like, two out of four members.
0: Somebody told me it's a whole band, so- Okay. Maybe the whole band shouldn't work together.
1: That's when they, they all met up at the at the practice space and really hammered it out uh, one night.
0: All these things that I've done, just Flowers, Andy or Star, Flowers, On Top is the whole band, another, another song I hate.
1: Not great, Maybe no. that's
0: it. Maybe I don't like when they all work together.
1: I mean, have you listened to Brandon Flowers' solo record?
0: No. I didn't know there
1: was one. He has two of them. And apparently they were all like chart toppers. The fuck out of here. Apparently, like apparently this is like the only band, I think maybe in the UK specifically, because they do have a bigger fan base in the UK than they do here.
0: Because they broke there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh apparently every record they've put out or something has been like a number one album in the UK. Including his two solo records. Wow. I think every member of this band has had at least one solo record. Even Ronnie Venucci? i i think so
0: i don't believe it why would the drummer have a solo record to
1: to <laughs> yeah it's it's well travis barker had a solo record
0: i who the fuck wanted to listen to it give the drummer some baby i'm good um <laughs> final thoughts on this record a uh, lot of horse shit on side b mm-hmm. uh but almost exclusively gold on side a yeah
1: I I would, uh, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, I don't think this record won me over. Normally we listen to records or I'd go back to records that have like big international hits on them. I usually like find something interesting or likable or something that I missed the first couple times around when it was like new. And this record, like I said, listening to essentially listening to side B for the first time it just kind of washed over me in a way that didn't necessarily pick up huh. anything again, not like a terrible rest- record to listen to. Like this is, it was a, ple- it's a pleasant listen, but it didn't like make me a new fan outside of hearing these songs at a wedding. Hmm. You know, I
0: have a different relationship. I, uh,
1: yeah. What, what made you start listening to this record this week? Anyway, it was, it
0: was an organic thing.
1: Really, you just decided um, one day that you like. Hey, what? The, I wonder what hot fuss was all about. I think that's or exactly what that happened. You, your Scottish think, ancestors would call it.
0: Because I, I think like mid two thousands, I listened to this when it was new, frequently. Really? Yeah, and yeah, and I just, I don't know. Recently, I, I something happened, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll just. Pop hot fuss on.
1: Yeah, I don't know. When, and then when I this... listened
0: to it for like, you know, a week straight.
1: Yeah, I don't know. When this came out, I was like, I discovered like, uh, like Chamberlain's "The Moon My Saddle," so I wasn't really listening Ugh. to this kind of music.
0: Insufferable. <laughs> I
1: hate him. Okay, uh, but yeah, this
0: has been fun. Has uh, thanks been for fun. coming on, Dan. I appreciate <laughs> Thank you for having you. me.
1: I'm glad I didn't have to carry this episode. <laughs> Man, you are full of it tonight. You know, I'm. We've been on a potting streak lately, so I'm. I'm feeling. I'm feeling my oats lately. Your oats. My oats have been felt. I've actually been on like a granola and yogurt kick lately. Goddamn! If you haven't gr- like had yogurt and granola in a minute, like, get on it. It's I,
0: delicious. Uh, I don't eat yogurt. You don't um, eat yogurt. No, I was on the subway one morning after drinking all night, and okay. some, the person next to me was eating yogurt, uh-huh. and the smell of the yogurt has made me disgusted by it ever since. That's so
1: strange. You know yogurt has different smells, right? I,
0: I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yogurt, there's a tang to yogurt.
1: Yes, it's a fermented smell product. It, it's bleh. good for your gut health, out you know what's what's your gut health like fine all right i'm good you regular um
0: we don't do we we don't do plugs we just sign I, off I,
1: i'd like to tell people that i have a, a photo show coming up you
0: know? oh right so if
1: you're right. in the new york area uh june 1st i'm doing a show at the morrison hotel gallery on prince street in soho six to eight come come hang out have a beer that's exciting it is exciting i'm excited by it my I prince, wish my prince showed up
0: i still feel like i should have gone to the last one i think about it maybe weekly
1: the one last summer or or any of the ones did you come to any of the ones like while you were living in new york
0: yeah i came to one when i lived in new, the one at the lomo Ga- oh no i uh, I went to the lomo gallery yeah that was i the went first to one. Throne watches
1: yeah okay that's right he came um, with like Rob Wilcox, right? I
0: went with Rob Wilcox, who yeah. I'm sick and tired of fucking cool guy, like cool guying me. He's been cool guying you. I Rob Wilcox has always been a dude who's like, I, it's like a South Jersey thing. He and Evan both do it.
1: <laughs> like but like you're gay- a South key- Jersey guy. Yeah, but who I, are you cool guying?
0: Nobody. I don't have. I I can't gatekeep anybody. Okay. Um, but those two, man, the, the, the better they do, the like further I feel from like <laughs> people who are my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way that like Joe Morrow for, for, for all that I like to roast him, Joe Morrow is a, my, one of my most successful friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: who has always been a very close friend.
1: We should get him back on the pod. It's been, it's I been would a while. I love that. I don't know if he would, but i, I we're we're at different podcasts since he started with us
0: um yeah, i he did another pod he did like a music industry podcast recently, so dry, and like it was pretty good, Joe, uh, you know, we'll never listen to this, but i i I love you um,
1: <laughs> someone yeah. buy Joe Morrow a Patreon subscription,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think he has time. Anyway. Um, that's it. My plug is Joe Morrow. I'll see you all next week.
1: Shout out Joe. What a time. Bye bye. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Whoa. There's a new Whoa.
0: There's a new uh playlist.
1: There is a new playlist. Our our May playlist is live. We got some people uh they're they're checking it out, they're liking it.
0: That's good. I that is love good. that
1: i love it too i love
0: i just wanted to make sure that we mentioned it because it's important to me
1: it's important i think i, th- I love our mixes i listen to them all the time yeah how many how many times you skip songs i put on there though
0: it depends i think that some t- our our mixes don't line up as well as i wish they did sometimes
1: yeah i'm just i'm just you know, i feel like I'm hitting i the streets. i need to... that aggressive music you're sitting at a I... desk you know? I feel like
0: sometimes I have to choose aggressive music <laughs> occasionally just to, like, match the vibe.
1: This, uh, is this... What's this playlist? I hate the new Spotify layout. It's so fucking garbage. Um... Mm, yeah, wait, I mean, wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. Have you used... Did I, have
0: we talked about the DJ function?
1: No, I haven't found it yet.
0: Oh, my God. You have to... I just, I, you have to try it just to try it. Give I, it I, an hour.
1: I don't know how... I still like I I can't find it on the desktop version. Oh, which is the version I use? That's linked to our thing. Interesting. Like it's linked to my my recording device. You don't have it on your phone. I do have it on my phone.
0: Oh no, I'm talking about you personally. I don't care about. I don't want people to hear it. But
1: oh, how do you get to the DJ function?
0: You just type in DJ. Really? Yeah, it's in the like made for you section or whatever. I
1: feel like I never listen to them and then I yeah. I don't either cuz they're all the same band over and
0: Just over DJ
3: Playlist
1: Spotify.
3: It's really great to be here with you. I'm Xavier. My friends call me X and from this going yep. to be your own personal AI DJ on Spotify.
1: Yeah, I'm an AI Wait, I think I can listen to it on my computer here. I
3: don't switch on your lights. I'm all about music. Oh, your music.
1: It's Let's see it's not available on my computer. Oh, That's what the fuck even with my devices to
3: And even if to I me. FM there, so I'm gonna be here every day. Playing those artists you got in rotation, going back into your history for songs you used to love, and I'm always on the lookout for new stuff too, just to push your boundaries. Why is this a guy talking bit. to me? I'm gonna come back every few songs to change up the you've vibe. Never used it before. But if you're He's ever not you what feeling the music, there's gonna be a DJ button at the bottom of your screen. Tap that, and I'll come back early to switch it up. All right, enough talk. I mentioned Vane. FM. Let's get it going with that and some other music you've been listening to.
1: Alright, we're up in the vein now apparently. Yeah. If you hit skip, it'll... Alright, we got Bat Life. We got Caven, the song I hate.
3: Deaf heaven, death Tones. Now I've got some fresh finds for you from newer voices on the indie scene. Kicking things off this week is an artist who makes groovy, psychedelic indie music that has a pretty unique vibe to it. They go by the name of 26 Fix. Not a lot of people know about them yet, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're the next big thing. Here's their latest single. It's called Stone Killer.
1: It's a weird, it's a wild function.
3: This doesn't sound like anything I'd listen to.
1: i don't know very weird
0: interesting i like it
1: well maybe i'll give it a give it a spin but we have we have a bunch of records to listen to for upcoming episodes
0: lungfish baby
1: lungfish and and funkadelic that's that's insane the funkadelic episode is gonna be so bonkers like if 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 anyone can guess who we're speaking to who wants to talk about the Funkadelic record, uh, leave a comment in the—no one's listening this late in the episode, I you guarantee were,
0: you. Did, were we right to skip that? Like, were we right to make that decision, not the other two? Did I even tell you what the other two records were?
1: I, I saw what the other two were, and oh, they, were, okay. they were more on the nose. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I feel think, like this is the right move. I think this. Is I think it'll be. be the, it's landmark. the more interesting move for sure. But if you, yeah. if anyone listening to this on the Patreon, can leave a comment under this episode, correctly guessing who will be talking, Funkadelic, Maggot Brain, I'll I'll send you a free book. I'll send you stickers. I'll send you whatever I got.
0: I will put a uh, high life in a koozie of my choosing. I will mail that to you.
1: And uh if if you're one of my friends who I may have already told, uh, you're you know who you are and uh you're you're you probably already have stickers and a book so who are, who are they? <laughs> I got I got friends. I have supportive friends. Oh right,
0: you have hoes in different areas.
1: Yes, I do. Uh, Dan, yeah. it was all lovely right. seeing you again. I am. I'm very excited not... to immediately edit this and send it to you, so you can do the notes, and this will be out. This may be our like most expedient episode. It'll be out um, in like two days.
0: All right. Well, then I'll talk to you in like four days.
1: Yep. All right. <laughs> Later. Bye bye.